This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hi, Jürgen. Good to see you well. Thank you. Uh, first of all, can I start with Mo, please? And what are your thoughts on the latest interview that he's given where he's reiterated that he wants to stay, but says it's not in my hands, it's in their hands. They know what I want. I'm not asking for crazy stuff. The thing is, when you ask for something and they show you they can give you something, they should because they appreciate what you did for the club. And just following on from that as well, why is it come to the situation where the club has not been able to come up with a package that is acceptable to Mo just yet? First of all, I, I really, nowadays especially, I think it's really dangerous with these interviews, things um, when you didn't speak to the player themselves, so there's nothing in what you, what would be um, unexpected. So it's, it will be no. I know that Mo wants to stay. We want Mo to stay. That's the point where we are. So, and that these things take time. I cannot change, sorry. But it's, um, I, I think it's all in a good place. Nothing else to say. But is there anything more you can say, just to allay the fears of fans who might be feeling at the moment that this deal could possibly not get done? <laughs> I, I, I'm very positive about it, but I don't think it makes sense that you speak on behalf of the fans because um, I'm pretty sure fans are not as, as nervous as you are. Um, they, uh, they know the club pretty long and know the people dealing here with the different things pretty long. So... Um, I think enough reason for being positive, but as long as it's not done, nothing is. We can't say anything about it. But uh, good, good conversations. That's what I can say. So let's talk about football then. Obviously, a big game, a semi-final, and how are you looking squad-wise as well? I'm thinking Allison, Thiago, Trent, Origi. How far away are they just at the moment? When are we likely to see them back? Trent and Ali trained yesterday. Div and um, Thiago not. So um, that's it, pretty much. So all players who uh, like always in these times all players apart from the injured ones who test negative are available uh, injured or in Africa playing Africa Cup of Nations all the others should be available Harvey Elliott looks really promising out on the pitch not trained didn't train with the team yet but I don't think we are too far away from team training what he's doing in the moment is looks really good so Robbo got a little knock in the Shrewsbury game, but it's fine. Um, I'm not sure I forgot anybody. Maybe you might help me, um, but the rest is available. Okay, we'll go to Juliet next for the BBC. I forgot to unmute. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, Jürgen, on Mo Salah, you've been saying the same thing for a couple of months now. Mo Salah's been saying the same things for a couple of months now. So surely, you know, both parties, you would, I would think, would be are heading in, in, in the same direction to, to try and get this sorted. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, 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 but why does it seem to take so long if, if, both, if both parties want the same thing? I'm not. I don't. I'm not experienced in transfers, so I don't. I don't understand uh, that much. Yeah, good. That's true. But it's um. That's right because things take time. It's a contract. There, there's so many things what you have to do in in, in these negotiations. And there's by the way a third party. The, the, the agent is there as well. So um. But 
nothing really there's nothing nothing to worry about it's a normal process it's just because if you wouldn't ask what well, is the contract here this season and the next season and just because we, we, we make up stories here that's why we always can't talk about it but there's nothing to say about it and nobody have to worry um it's just the situation yeah it's really all fine it's not done that's why nobody because that's why i didn't get these news but we're in talks he's a world-class player un unbelievable player great boy um did a lot of great stuff for Liverpool and of course we want to keep him and now let's see how it will work out. That's okay. all. We'll go to Carl Mark and PA next, please. Hi, Jürgen. Hi, Carl. Hi. Um, I, we spoke about Cade Gordon's uh, impact on, on Sunday. I'm just wondering where that puts him in terms of, you know, a short-term option for you for the next sort of three or four weeks while Mo and Sadio are away. Kate was is always in our mind because he's just an exceptional talent, played an exceptional preseason, but then had a little drop uh, in 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 form, which is completely normal in this age. Um, played then with the uh, U23s mostly, um, had good games there, less good games, all these kind of things. But he's an outstanding talent, so he's here as long as he's fit. He's always in my mind, and then we will see. Um, where that exactly where that exactly leads to, but um, yeah, the game obviously helped helped him a lot because uh, he, he's, he felt proper adult football. He's capable of um, dealing with that, and that's a really important thing to all getting these kind of experiences. So we'll see. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi, Jürgen. Hi, Carl. Um, how important is it for the younger players to play against Premier League sides in this competition? Is it good preparation for them when they are needed to play in the league, especially when they're so competitive too? So in, in, in this game, obviously, in a specific game against Shrewsbury, we had no other, we had no other options, um, um, really. So because Bobby was not able to start, Taki was not able to start, uh, I think Costas was the only senior player on the bench, maybe, um, and our senior player. And so that's what was the team we had to, to to line up, and that's all fine. And that's why we have the boys, and that's why we 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 we, we train them. That's why we try to educate them. That's why we try to um, get them all the informations we have about football. Um, not too much now, but step by step. And um, that's how, how ed football education works. And um, then you need, of course, from time to time, you need to, these, these proper tests that you really see, okay, I'm a step closer to where I want to be in the future and all these things. So it's really, it was really, really good. We won the Shrewsbury game, I think, with five, like Curtis involved, like five academy graduates, which is it's a, it's a really big one for us as well. So I, I uh, plus Queef in the goal, six. So, um, which is really nice, really nice. I felt really, really good after the game because uh, so many nice individual little stories were there out on the pitch and um, was good for the boys, was very important for us. And the way a lot of teams set up nowadays in an attacking way, does it matter much whether you're playing home or away first leg? Uh, do you still be, to be, prefer to be at home second or...? Does it matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, it makes a difference. <laughs> it makes a difference. Okay, if you win both games, it makes no difference, uh, obviously. But um, especially with the power uh, Anfield can produce, um, yes, it was. It's a, it's a, it's a difference. But it, we, uh, we cannot change that. Um, we um, couldn't play last Thursday, 
that's how it is. And that's why we have to take it like it is. No problem with that. But yes, it's a difference. Okay, we'll go see James at TalkSport next, please. Jürgen, Mo Salah turns 30 later this year. Do you think he can do what the likes of Messi and Ronaldo have done and, and maintain and perhaps even better their standards as he enters his mid-30s and, and late-30s? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Why is that? Is it something about the way he trains or why do you think he can have that longevity? His character is his determination. It's it's yes, the way he trains, his attitude, work rate, uh, work work attitude is incredible. So first in, last out, uh, doing the right stuff. You can do a lot of <laughs> not so good things as well when you're a lot uh, long in, in a, on a training ground, like in the gym and stuff like this. But he knows his body. He knows what to do. He's listening to the experts here and um, is tries to improve all the time. He worked so hard for this for this for the situation he's in now. Um, he will not waste it by doing less or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm as convinced as you can be. Okay, we'll take the last two questions from this section. Um, we'll go to Sam Williams first. Uh, hi, Jürgen. It's, hi. it's just a question on Arsenal, really. You pl um, obviously played them not so long ago at Anfield. How does that game inform your, not your selection, but your plan and stuff for this game? Does it at all or...? Yeah, yeah, it's influential. I mean, we, we, we use these pictures, we use other pictures for, for preparing for the Arsenal game. Obviously, since then, Arsenal, Arsenal wasn't a good moment then, but it's now in a maybe even better moment. Um, Rosalba's play really exciting football. Um, Mikkel is doing an exceptional job there. Um, having a lot of young boys in um, this, this front. Yeah, three plus, like I said, I think, which they usually play. Um, is really is really exciting um, to watch. Um, good setup, um, clear idea, and um, so I think they 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 improved a lot between then and now. Even when they were already good, then we just played a really good game against them, um, and that's the that's the team we will face. So that's a, a tricky draw. Okay, and the final question for the Open will take Simon Hughes, please. Hi, Jürgen. Um, Hi. Um, just on something you said uh, following the press conference uh, the other day, sorry, I wasn't there to, to ask a question in relation to it. Um, what what did you mean about false positives when you spoke about that? And, and how do you think that situation came about? What would you think what I mean when I talk about false positive? What do I think? Yeah. It doesn't, my opinion matters. That's not an opinion, that's facts. A, oh, false a false positive is a positive case, is a positive test you get. You get a test result back because and you get a positive test back. And when you are able to do a retest, then a day, one and a half days later, you get the, a result which makes him a, looks like it's a false positive because this test was negative. You need to Proof that doesn't change anything for your quarantine or whatever, but to prove that wrong or right, that you, so you want to know and you need to know, you have to do a third test. So, and the, the third test shows now up, and between the first and the second, the second and third test, you, have, you, you cannot use the players. So, that's how the rules are, um, or how in general the, the rules are for all of us. So, you get a third test, and it was negative as well, and that's it. But it was now four days later. So, we couldn't. We couldn't do anything different. In the first moment, when we got the positive test, we had to consider that that is the right result. How you can imagine. It was PCR tests, by the way. 
You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.